What's happening, guys? Welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Doctors had to remove a small cell phone from the stomach of a patient who swallowed it several months ago. It is unclear what the backstory of the cell phone being in the person's stomach is. Ooh, several is months like ago? Is it like a teeny tiny like Lego cell phone? No, it's a real cell phone. Mm. I mean, it shows a picture of the cell phone once they've pulled it out. It looks like the smallest version of an iPhone, maybe. Okay. They admitted the patient on Friday who is suffering from abdominal pain. They said, you have a severe infection and you have stomach cramps, so let's throw you in the x-ray. And they go, you got a phone in there. It's a foreign body is what they said at first. And they go in and it's swallowed a small phone, mm. which led to food not being able to be digested. Obviously, it was causing cramps. His condition is stable, but they have all the stuff they pulled from him out on the table and it's a phone. What? And if it, but if it's an iPhone, it probably still works. Sure, plug yes. it back in, make you a call. Totally, wow. mine. You drop yours in something. Yes, it was underwater for at least two minutes, and it's, it works just fine. I feel like I splash drinks under mine sometimes, and then it doesn't work for a month. I know. I have to throw it in rice. I know. I just got lucky, I guess. There's a survey what women are looking for in a partner, and I had this up last night, and I was reading it. And I wasn't really gonna put it on the air, but I was asking Caitlin, and she says I meet all these criteria. Oh, tell of us more. Of course well, she does. which is. Interesting, because I thought there were a couple I didn't add up on. Okay. A sense of ambition slash career goals. I mean, that's yes. you. That one, yes, and that one could be a little too much. At times for her, too, because she's like, hey, work a little less. Do a little bit of us stuff. But yes, funny. Yeah. Check. Good communication skills. And what I said with her was, I said, you know, I don't know that I had. She goes, with me, you do. You have great communication skills. And I said, okay, well, I'll accept that. She goes, with other people, sometimes you're just like, I don't want to deal with it, so I'm just going to check out and eliminate you. And I was like, well, that's mean of me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's def- that's you, for mm-hmm. sure. A desire to grow up. And she said, you grew up when you were like 13, so I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, but you still like want to be young? Like, you still want to Peter Pan it a little bit? The only way, the only th- thing about that's my clothes. Yeah. I'm like, I'm waking up in the morning anyway. Who cares? I'm wearing sweats. <laughs> it's true. It's Hoodies. Th- yeah, that's just yeah. me wearing sweats to work more than anything else. Uh, being able to take care of yourself, check. Sense of planning, check. And then a sensitive side. And I said, I don't know. And, she, and with her, she goes, yeah, with me, you have a sensitive side. I cried during Ted Lasso. How about that? Aww. I told you. Sweet. When Jamie Tarp's dad was on that episode, I was like, Ooh. Is that a spoiler? His dad's in an episode? I don't know. Just, I just want to see Stop. on the street. It's not. No, I don't think that's a spoiler. Okay. Mike, is that a spoiler that Jamie Tarp's dad is in an episode? Well, you're just trying to put, <laughs> I mean, put I, that on somebody ever else. Ever since huh? we did the rules, I want someone to break them. There was another story that I saw this morning. It talks about women when they go for walks or they go for runs and how guys whistle, cat call, honking at them. So I'll, I'll, this doesn't happen to me when I run. Nobody cat calls at me. <laughs> but they say in a recent survey, most women runners or people walking say they get harassed all the time. Most women say they... Alter their runs to avoid construction areas, golf courses, busy streets, and parks. So I'll ask you guys. Morgan, I'll start with you. Do you get harassed while you're on the road if you're walking or running? Yeah. Like, I try to go, like, middle of the day so there's not a lot of people around the area that I go to. If you go later at night, it's a lot worse. What do you worry about and what happens? Honking and the cat calling is typically what happens. What's a cat call sound like these days? Like, hey, girl. Like, they'll yada, like, shell out. Shout out at a window and say, hey, girl, or there'll be like a whistle. I can't whistle. Yeah. Um, 
Do they do? Yes. Still? Is yes. that one still a thing? Or ow, ow. Yep. Or that. Ow. Or they'll just like holler things like explicitives that you can't really hear. Yeah. Or, or, or like, I don't know that I can say this word, but dang, but the other word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ray used to do like right? an eagle that's sound. A, that's a common word. Isn't Ray, what D-word? would you do yeah. when you were single and you drive by a girl? Ah, ah! No. Yeah. yeah, he would do it like that. No. <laughs> I've seen it. Is, is that not complimentary in any way? Because <laughs> the eagle is America's bird. <laughs> I know. Maybe that's just a patriotic call. Yeah. Amy, you, do you feel this at all? I, I mean, I have had it at different times. I don't really run anymore, but when I did or if I'm walking, it doesn't happen all the time, but I, I think every girl has experienced it at some point, Last which time is I, crazy. I got cat called. My, our Bronco broke down in the middle of the highway, and we were like underneath the traffic light. And I was just begging for somebody to help me. But instead of helping me, people would drop by and go, Bobby Bones! Oh, and yeah. I'm like, I've got to give me some help here. <laughs> Block the road so I can pull this thing off. It's broken down. Hey, there's Bobby Bones! Have you ever catcalled? No. Like ever. No. Yeah, no. Spring I think it's break. like a certain, no. Have I never you? got to go on spring break. Have I had you? to work. What we used to do was if there was a buddy driving, we would honk the horn and then point at him, you know, like as if he did it. And he's like, I didn't do anything. We would do that joke all the time. The joke that we would do is if I was driving and I'd pull up and had a friend in the passenger seat <laughs> and there was a woman in the car, in the car next to us, I'd roll down his window and be like, what's up, man? Yeah. And she'd look over at him and think he said it. <laughs> exactly. So it wasn't for the same reason. It was mostly just to. Make our friend feel yes. stupid. Oh man! One sometimes time- it'd be like an eighty-year-old woman. Be like, "What's up, man?" Be like, "Huh?" And his window would come rolling down. What? The only time I got, I don't know, talked to by young kids in a car, like 16, 17 or something years old, I had just gotten these new leggings and I was so excited and I was walking to yoga and they rolled down their window and they were like, your leggings are stupid. Oh. <laughs> and then they, That's not a they kept call. driving. What was opposite day? I yeah, I don't know, but I was like, wow, I've never been cat called by. A group of boys in a car just that's yelled at. That's not a cat call. I don't know. That's a cat call. That's no. terrible. I said, I know. I said, yeah. I haven't experienced that. Mine is normally older men that I don't want that attention from at all whatsoever. And yeah, they're, for whatever reason, they just feel like they are, it's okay for them to whistle or do whatever at us. I don't get it. What I'm like, cat who raised call, you? Would a cat call ever work in a positive way? Has it ever, no. has anyone ever done it and you were like, you know, no. that guy's kind of cute. Let me go see what's up. No. no. Nobody never that worked. we would ever be interested in in that way would do that. Why is it called a cat call? Because I would think that'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Meow. <laughs> I'm getting cat called. We need to see the origin. Let's go over and talk to Tammy who is in Missouri. I was just wondering, whatever happened to Starbucks, Stephen? Years ago, there was a caller named Stephen who worked at Starbucks, and we would ask him all the Starbucks questions, and I have no idea. He's fallen off the map. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. I When she first said that, I was like, does she mean Scuba Steve? Like, she got the name wrong? Because that's how much I had Scuba forgotten Steve's about him. in the glass room right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, we but... don't know. I mean, if people stop calling us, we don't know. Yeah. We never do a welfare check on our callers that just drop off and the starbucks that he worked at was like far we never go to that starbucks yeah so no clue thanks for the call though well thank you for taking it i appreciate it sorry we couldn't give you an update uh autumn is on who wants an update as well hey autumn welcome to the bobby bone show what's happening i just wanted to know the status on um the ghost pepper tequila that everybody said they would take a shot of well, everybody but me. I don't drink. Right. But I don't think it's in yet. We ordered it. I don't think it's... Mike D, is the tequila in yet? No. Okay. We're still waiting on it? Yep. And it's supposed to be really hot? Really hot. World's hottest. And not everybody's going to take a shot. I think we're going to spin the wheel. Yeah. And the loser has to take a shot. But I actually wouldn't mind this one. Like Anytime you can drink at work, but, why not? Ugh. 
We'll, we'll go and count you in then. Yeah. To take it, not just spin the wheel? Yeah. Okay. Oh. I would gladly just take it. Okay. I'm out. You, what do you mean? You're, you're on the, it's a tequila you're on the shot. I don't. I have to be on the wheel? Why not? Why, why would you not be on the wheel? I don't drink alcohol ever. Yeah. I I know that I, yes, this just sounds painful. Yeah, that's and what like the wheel does. Re- ruin my day. No, yeah, that's it's what a the, shot. That's what a the wheel does. A shot of the hottest pepper in the world. It'll be so fine. Even the alcohol, the burn. Like, I take a regular shot of something and I'm like, ah, but that's this is going to burn and could. That's what the wheel does. Like when Mike D has to eat a, a <laughs> uh-huh. sour. I ate the sour thing. Or the hottest chip, chip. ever. Yeah. Or, yeah that's the, the wheel. All right. All right. Bones, can we have a slice of lime with this too? Yes. Hey, I what? need to chase it with something. Whatever you guys like. Right. Or like maybe milk because apparently it's going to be hot. Yeah, that too. Oh, a shot then milk. That's, that's, <laughs> that sounds gross. Autumn, it's not in yet. We are watching the mail to see when it gets in, okay? All right. Bye. Have a good day. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go over and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Dear Bobby Bones, I need some advice because I'm now at the point where I no longer want to take my family out to dinner anymore. What's supposed to be a nice night out ends up being me trying to force conversations and a social environment while everybody else texts, Facebooks, TikToks, or all that other crap. Why is it so hard to put that stuff away for even an hour? It's especially hard because my wife does it too. So I've got no leverage with the kids. What would be your advice to control this stuff? How can I get some quality time with my family at dinner? Signed, Will. Mm. We'll go around the room here because I think everybody's got a different relationship with their phone and their family. (laughs) Uh, Amy, I'll go to you first. Okay, well, I think you start with the wife. That's your partner in all of this. And you need to have like a no phones out to dinner type rule. You can even start implementing it at home so you can gradually work up to when you're out at a restaurant. But I think that I know plenty of situations and families and relationships where if it's mealtime, the phones are down and they're away. And it's about respect. And if you and your wife have a healthy relationship right now, she should see that and want to respect that. And I mean, it's I don't think it's too much to ask for phones away at the table and just explain to her what that would mean to you. And then see if there's anything you can do too to that she's where she's feeling like disrespected because ultimately at the end of the day that's what you feel you're at dinner with your family and you just want a little time with them eddie what do you guys do man this guy has lost control of his family that's that's unfortunate but this is what we do and our problem isn't the phone because i have little little kids and they don't have phones so no phones but there is a lot of distraction where people want to do their own thing and not have a conversation at the ipads tv sure and then like when we go to restaurants they have these little kiosk games all that stuff but what we do is we Everything away, and we're going to play a game. So we end up playing a game like we used to do Hangman. Now we don't do Hangman anymore. It's not PC. Uh, But you can do 20 questions now. Like, let's do 20 questions while we all wait for the food. Then everyone starts kind of engaging. Then the food comes. We eat. Next thing you know, we hung out. We had a good night at dinner. So what you do is you replace the phones with something else. That we're all doing together. Yes. I love phones. (laughs) Yeah. Bobby's so, like, so you're Bobby's like, no like problem Will, here. Well, Will, I guess you're just uh, not going to go to dinner with your family anymore. <laughs> Amy has a great point about if your wife's not on the team, it ain't even a team. That's true. You got to convert her. I'm the kid in this situation where Caitlin at times will go, hey, can we put our phones away for dinner, please? I need, I just need to be told. And then Caitlin has to play a game with him. <laughs> 20 questions. <laughs> so like, I understand because I want to be on my phone all the time. I love it. I love TikTok. I love reading Twitter. I'm on Twitter all the time, just reading it. So, but I just need a boundary. Kids need boundaries. I need a boundary. That's right. And Caitlin's like, hey, if we're going to have dinner, let's put our phones away. There are boundaries that I set sometimes when we go in, I'll leave the phone in the car just so I don't have the itch to grab it. The temptation. Because I will. Yep. Other times I give her the phone. And I'm not giving this guy an answer because I don't have a family yet. 
And she's not pregnant. Don't do it. Guys, don't do that. (laughs) You did it to yourself. I know. I did it. And then I was like, (laughs) anyway. Um, But other times I would give her my phone at dinner if I forget to leave it in the car. Because I know my natural instinct is to grab it and just want to check it all the time. So listen to Amy and Eddie. Yeah, I mean, I think combining all of these things, like you'll end up with a recipe for success. They're not disrespecting you, though. They just love their phones. It oh, okay. Well, he. I think he feels disrespected. Well, but don't take it personal. It really, yeah. if they don't listen to you after you set the boundary, take that personal because you are not <laughs> being the authority figure right. that you think you are. But set the boundary. Get your wife to help. It's okay to check out for an hour a night. And I'm sure that your wife has something that she would love for you to work on as well. But the greatest part about putting your phone up is all the things you get when you come back to it. Oh yeah. There's all you got Surprise. lots of new stuff to look at. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to email us, Morgan, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. On the phone is Haley, who lives in Kansas. Hey, Haley. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. What's going on? So you talked about how you didn't think that the kids would be playing the violent version of Squid Games and only the one that's in North Korea that's actually, or not North Korea, South Korea, that's actually a game. Um, I do kindergarten recess, and I hear these kids going, beep, boop, beep, boop, red light, green light, boom. And then one falls flat on the floor. I'm like, what are you doing? And we're like, we're playing Squid Games. And they're playing red light, green light, shooting each other and killing each other. And I was like, that's not a game we play at school. Devil's Advocate? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Do we not play shoot 'em up cowboys and Indians? I mean, terrible, uh, uncouth to play that terrible game. But do we not do that as kids? Yeah, I guess we, we not play did. war. Do we not play G.I. Joes? Do we not play every sort of shoot 'em up, kill 'em game? No, I remember falling to the ground when I got shot. Your like whole, fake. Your whole life. Totally. Now, that's my only point here is that. They're not actually shooting each other. so And I would rather them play that than Red Rover because you tear shoulders that way. <laughs> yeah, no, but I still don't. I don't. I, I think a, a teacher needs to intervene and be like, we're not going to play this game at recess. Eddie? Yeah, how old are these kids? Kindergarten. No, that's, that's ridiculous. Bones, this is terrible. This is a bad thing. It sounded we, like a minute ago you were on Bobby's side. No, no, I was just on the side of like, yeah, I did play. six years old. I did play Cops and Robbers. I did that's play That's a good one war. that I should have said. Like, yes. I did. Cops and Robbers. I can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. But to say we kindergartners pl- we, watching Squid Game? Oh, no, we're not talking about watching. We're talking about them playing. How else Somehow they, they know that. They watched it, Bones. Yeah, it's good, huh? I don't know. I'm not advocating for a five-year-old to watch it. I'm just saying playing that on a playground is similar to playing cops and robbers. I don't know what teachers do to if they allow that at school. I don't know because I never played that as a kid and my kids don't do that game. So I've never had to deal with it. What do you think, Haley? Do you tell them to stop doing that? So I'm all about, you know, playing cops and robbers, cowboys, Indians. The problem that I have with it is that that's a five-year-old and where I work and just the, the, the area that I'm in, those five-year-olds, unfortunately, are most likely watching it with somebody. And that, you know, that blood and gore and that violence, like, that's where my concern is. <laughs> that concern I understand. Is that- yeah. a, a five-year-old watching Squid Game, probably a little too young for that. By the way, I always rooted for the Indians and Cowboys and Indians. <laughs> Good. I always thought Good. they were cooler. Good. Good for you. Yeah, and you know what? They were right. You're ahead of it. Yeah. Um... Okay, well, thank you for sharing that with us. I think I would rather the kids play Squid Game with fake guns than the actual Squid Game where they have to actually push and punch each other, which was what the game is meant on. Uh, Haley, thank you for sharing that with us. Have a wonderful day. All right, bye-bye. The original Squid Game title has been revealed. They didn't want to call it Squid Game because they thought nobody would watch it because it would not translate internationally. 
And so they wanted to call it round six. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, I don't hear I don't hear it any other way now, now that I know what it is, but I do I was confused when you first brought it up in the beginning. I was like, is it about squids? Mm, like an underwater Nat, Nat Geo show? <laughs> yeah. uh, squid game is estimated to be worth almost nine hundred million dollars now. They spent about twenty million making wow. it. Wow. But yeah. just how successful it is. Bonkers. That's amazing. It's worth about a hundred million dollars, which is wild. Bobby Bone Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's thirty second skinny. Luke Bryan announced the lineup for his Crash My Playa concert that runs from January 19th through January 22nd. Luke Bryan, Jason Aldean, and Dustin Lynch are headlining along with performances from Ashley McBride, Lil Cash, Jamison Rogers, Lainey Wilson, and more. Brett Young's new holiday album is dropping tomorrow and he shared his favorite song on the project. For me with the string section, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, it's always been one of my favorites, but the way that that turned out and the way that Sam Fisher sang on that song, I love them all, love them to death, but something about that feels a little more timeless. Carly Pierce talked about the other careers she thought about pursuing besides music. The only other thing that for a second I thought was cool was to be a vet, but then I figured out that you also had to take care of sick animals, and I didn't want to do that. <laughs> I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this kid's 13 years old. His name's Cam Gomez. He's living with autism, and he has been begging his mom to let him play football forever. His older brothers got to play, so he would see that, and he was jealous, wanted to get out on the field. So he suggested her, hey, maybe maybe you could email the coach, see what's up. So she did, and the coaches said, okay, let's see what we can do. We'll try to make something happen. So Cam put on a jersey with his brother's old number, and he was able to run for a touchdown, and the whole team ran with him and then congratulated him in the end zone. Well, it's two levels here. One, the other team has to agree to it, which is pretty cool. And usually they give that score back. But the other they team— They don't in, count it? The, well, they do, but— what will happen is the other coach will go, hey, let us get that score back. Got it, yeah. Uh, For the most part, unless the game is way out of hand. Um, and two, these videos rank just slightly behind military homecoming videos. <laughs> yeah, yes. for sure. But I love to watch kids who aren't getting the shot because of uh, some unfortunate circumstance to get out on the field and do this. This is a pretty common thing. You'll see you know, kids in wheelchairs, kids that used to play that have been injured, old men sometimes, like there are war veterans. They'll get on the field like a college red and white game, and they'll get to score a touchdown. Like, awesome. These are always really cool videos, so so I like that. And shout out to both of the coaching staffs for making that happen. Because yep. the other, the, if the other staff said no, they could have crushed them. All right, guys, we, we're not playing this game. Get him. <laughs> the poor kid gets the ball, and they just whack and nail him. And then also, I want to shout out to his mom, Tammy, because, you know, sometimes it might be a little bit like, oh, I don't want to have to ask the coaches for something special for my kid or whatever. But she did it. She shot. She what? It, you shoot your shot. She shot that, and she got it. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's Eddie, the oldest on our show. 42 years old. Versus Morgan, number two, the youngest. 28 years old. Answering trivia questions about each other's generation. It's elder versus millennial. Let's go. Up first. He's the dad of four. He's known as the Hispanic who don't panic. He used to be a dad of just two, but has officially added more boys to his crew. (laughs) Bringing his total to six in the family. He loves them even though they're costing him financially. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> That's true. It is Producer Eddie. Yeah. 
His opponent, she runs all of our digital. She has a fear of needles. And she doesn't know the members of the Beatles. <laughs> it's Morgan number two. <laughs> Eddie, you get three questions. Ready to go. Let's go. These are all questions that Morgan probably knows the answer to. Courtney Kardashian got engaged to Travis Barker earlier this week. Mm-hmm. She's never been married, but has kids with what other celebrity? Scott Disick. That's correct. <laughs> Eddie, what actor played Troy Bolton in High School Musical? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach Efron. That's correct. Really? What? How Whoa! did you know that? I had no idea. Just guessed. I mean, it's the only boy I could name from High School Musical. What 2000s animated Nickelodeon show is about a 10-year-old boy genius? Here's the theme song. I thought there was a show called Boy Genius. What 2000s animated Nickelodeon show is about a 10-year-old boy genius? Mmm, give me Sheldon. Huh? I don't know. I'll have a Sheldon. Unless it's Boy Genius. Like young Sheldon? Yeah, young Sheldon. That's what I was thinking of. Incorrect. Morgan, you can steal. Uh, it's the only one I'm thinking of, but I don't think this is the theme song. It's fairly odd parents. No. It's Jimmy Newton. Jimmy Neutron. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Neutron. All right, Eddie, mm. two, Morgan, zero. That's good. That's strong. Gosh. Hey, Morgan. Yeah. Courtney Kardashian got engaged to Travis Barker earlier this week. <laughs> That's the same question. <laughs> Travis is the drummer for Blink-182. What's the name of this song from Blink-182? We started making out and she took off my pants, but then I turned on the TV. What's my age again? What's my age again is correct. Yeah. Correct. Good. Before starring in Breaking Bad, Morgan, what show was Brian Cranston a part of? Dang, we talked about this. You wanted me to watch Breaking Bad because of him. Before Breaking Bad, what show was Brian Cranston a part of? This is not good because I know you know it. Need an answer? Hawaii Five O. Incorrect. <laughs> Eddie? Malcolm in the middle. Correct. Hawaii Five O. That's a good guess. Morgan, Red Red Wine. Red Red Wine, the number one song on this day in 1988, was performed by what group? Here's a clip. being on a school bus listening to this. Because it was 1988 and you would have been. Oh, well, I guess my bus driver was jamming. Because every time you play this, I go back to sitting on a school bus. Do you know him, Morgan? Red, the red, the wine that make me feel so fine. You You keep keep me rocking all of the time. I I know the song. (laughs) I don't think this is the same group, but the Bahamas. No. No. (laughs) They had Who Let the Dogs Out. (laughs) (laughs) Amy, do you know it? Yeah. UB40. Yeah. Yeah, UB40. Eddie, you, you I won, had that. Like, totally, yes. Eddie, you are a winner. Nice Come job, buddy. There he is. Elder wins again. What's that score?
Two to two. Oh, we're tied up. Tied oh, up. Two to two. Oh, my. Nice job, you guys. That's another round of Elder versus Millennial. We'll do it again next Thursday. Here's the random question of the day. If you're in an elevator with your hero for like 90 seconds, you're going up 10 floors. Do you say anything? What do you say? Who's your hero? Do you say anything? And what do you say? I have a lot of people flooding into my head. But let's say I'm on an elevator with Robin Roberts. Okay. Which you've met before. That's an easy intro. Over Zoom. Yeah. But this is me seeing her in person in a really confined space. Go ahead. For 90 seconds. I think I would say, Robin, remember me? (laughs) Amy Brown, so good to see you. I just admire so much of what you've done for women and media and your how courageous you are getting vulnerable and sharing your story as someone in the news like she was one of the first people to do that and invite the people into her personal life as a person on the news and I just admire that so much so thank you for sharing your journey because it's inspired me and make your mess your message ding she leaves yeah she didn't get to that, say anything back oh <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want her to feel I know yeah, yeah, yeah. what was she gonna say yeah. I just want her to know I love you thank you Eddie oh. 90 seconds is the perfect amount of time Eddie Vedder lead singer Pearl Jam he's my hero if you were on there it would be enough time for me to tell him, like, dude, I love your music so much. You were an inspiration to me growing up. Uh, I loved when you were at the Grammys and they gave you an award and you were just like, awards are stupid. That was so cool and meaningful and all that. But, man, it's just such a great, great time hanging out with you in the elevator. And <laughs> ding, ding, ding. we're here. <laughs> you must go now. I'm amazed that no one's asking questions. <laughs> no. Again, you only have 90 seconds. We so just you- want to tell them how much we love them. Because then that puts them on the spot. Raymundo. Yeah, mine's Sam Hunt, and I'd say, hey, uh, I heard a story about you one time that you were so cool that you drove my buddy from San Antonio to Austin because he needed a ride after a show, and you just took him on your tour bus. Is that true, or was he lying? And then also, dude, tell me your craziest college party, and I'll hang up and listen. Okay, you're not calling it a radio show. Uh, Second of all, that question's going to take a long time, huh? It'll be awesome just to hear all the stuff he Thirdly, tells me about. You can, you can ask him that here in the studio. He comes in about, I don't know, every yeah. four months. What do you think I'm waiting for? <laughs> do you know where he lives? I think I... So we found his original house. Oh just boy. being funny okay. online. Oh okay. <laughs> but he got a new one, and I haven't been able to find that Good. One. He's just not looking, though, huh? But when he first started in Nashville, I found his house. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I would say anything. I was just thinking about this myself. And who would that be? Probably David Letterman. You wouldn't say anything? He's no. right there, you and him, Bones. Can you just stand there? Do you know what I would? I think I would do is I would just uh, go, hey, maybe when he's walking out, be like, hey, big fan, and let him go about his day. Yeah, I can wow. see that. Wow. I think that's what he would want, and I know I'm not. he's not going to be my buddy. So 60 seconds, there'd just be awkwardness like in the elevator. No, no, awkwardness just right in the elevator. No, uh, I don't know, man. So do you think we're weird for no, not spilling at all. our guts? Not at all. I mean, I think I would probably, boom, you get in. I'd be like, holy crap, I'd take Eddie. I'm in the elevator with David Letterman. <laughs> sneak a picture sneak, in. Like, try to sneak one. He'd walk out and be like, hey, Ms. Letterman, huge fan. And he'd probably be like, thanks, and then leave. Now, with all these people, do we have to start it with, excuse me, are you David Letterman? Or you already no, know? No, you know. I think you already know. Yeah, I mean, you, you're pretty sure it is, but yeah. don't you always have to ask just in case it's a doppelganger? No, no it's I weird when I people know, know okay. and they ask. I got in the elevator with Prince once. Yes, I've heard this story. He's like five foot two. And a little guy. But were you 100% sure it was Prince? Yeah, because he had like four guys that were six foot seven around him. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I'm not supposed to be here right now. And I didn't say a dang word. And then I walked out. And then the door shut. And I was like, well, that was Prince. That's pretty cool. Wow. I rode an elevator with Tony Danza one time in Vegas. It was like, I must have been 19 years old. Wow. And I was really drunk. And my mom said, I was like, Tony, my man. I gave him a big hug. And he's like, oh, cool. Thank you. I rode an elevator once with Halsey. Oh, yeah. we were, And she was wearing a raincoat. 
She was wearing a raincoat. Yeah, That's cool. Re- reeked of herb. Yeah. Just, I, mean, it was I like, think we got Oof. secondary like contact high. <laughs> mm-hmm. I rode an elevator once with the singer of... Paramore. Paramore, yeah. And she was really nice. That was Vegas too, wasn't she it? She was like, dude, I was talking about my phone almost dying. She was like, you can have my phone charger. She's like, I have you, another one in the room. And you took it? No, nah, I didn't take oh. it. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Thank you, though. But she didn't know who I was. There was some bachelor. Do you remember? I don't remember who it was. I was on an elevator in Vegas. I was coming up to, I was meeting you upstairs or something to go to an event. And I had zit cream on my face and I had mouthwash in. And I was just getting on the elevator really quick to go up like a few floors. And boom, there's this bachelor guy. And I really wanted to say hi to him. So I swallowed my mouthwash. And I talked to him. <laughs> you get a buzz? But now I can't remember. Was it Ben Higgins or who was it? I don't know. I just remember I arrived at your room and I looked like a hot mess and I just swallowed mouthwash <laughs> and I was like, <gasps> just saw a bachelor. <laughs> Morgan, ever met anybody in an elevator? I haven't. I would love to meet Reese One. Witherspoon, though. In an elevator, what would you say? I would say, how'd you get into acting? Can you oh. tell me? <laughs> About Ooh, Sweet Home Alabama. I mean, I just have so many questions for her. Amy had a shot with her once. Uh-huh. Because Amy loves her, too. I smothered her. What? Mm. Yeah. It what was pre-COVID. Mean? Pre-COVID. But you, what, what do you mean you smothered her? I think I was like, I don't, it's such a blur in my head. In my head. I was, I was there. It, okay. Can you tell me? Because it's a blur. Did I hug her? No. Oh. Dang it. I thought we hugged. <laughs> no, you, and, you, and you said almost nothing. Yeah. Uh-uh. Go ahead. What do you Did remember? I? I don't know. I remember her coming out, and I just, maybe I didn't hug her. Wow. I rewrote that memory like we <laughs> hugged. <laughs> and, like, I gave her this embrace, but maybe that's what I pictured in my head. But, yeah. I, no, I said something to her, like, I love you. Yeah, that was it. Okay. Yeah, I love you. Mm-hmm. That was I it. don't know. And how did she respond to that, Bones? Thank you. She was, like, she was so sweet, but she kept walking. She's like, thank you. <laughs> the voicemail we got last night from Larissa. I've been listening to you guys for like a couple of years and I'm a little bit younger and I know it's Halloween season. So I was wondering like, what are y'all's greatest fears? Because I ask my friends that all the time, especially around this season. And I was wondering like, you know, it'd be cool to know like what y'all are scared of. Scared, not like rejection. Oh, people not liking me? Yeah, stuff like that. That's- like Halloween fears. Like what are you <laughs> oh, scared, sorry. scared of? That's the first thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm going to go heights. Deathly afraid of heights and needles. Ooh. Those are the two for me. You? Heights and spiders. You? Uh, intruders. Somebody in my house, and I don't know they're there. Have you had anything? Because I, I no. am too, and I still struggle with a little bit of PTSD from having my house broken into and you know being jumped, stuff like that. Yeah. But you haven't had anything like I that. I kind of don't want to answer that because I don't want to be you like. jinx it? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But no. Morgan? Uh, needles and spiders. Oh, we got three needles here. Interesting. Because nobody loves needles. You scared of needles at all? No, I don't care about needles. Yeah, they don't. I just can't look. I, I just donate look blood and I fine. stare at it. It's kind of cool. Oh, I get hysterical laughter. It's a big thing. When you get a needle? Yeah, like instead of hysterically crying, I hysterically laugh out of like nervous. <laughs> it's, it's like the Joker. It's a whole thing. Hmm. What I do with them, I say, hey, I know you're going to go one, two, three and put it in, but don't do it on three. Like do it on two. But what that really means is do it on one. Because then if I know it's on two, it's the same thing as me knowing it's on three. You're so complicated. I know. So I. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> but if I know it's coming, I'm like, Hoo! I jerk away from it. Then it goes into a different part of my body. It's a whole situation with needles. <laughs> Thank you for that voicemail. You can leave us a voicemail at any time. 877-77-BOBBY. The Bobby Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Okay, so you're walking into a gas station and you realize a robbery is going down. And the guy robbing the gas station says, take whatever you want and get out. 
Do you, do, do you take something Wait, or do so you just get out? Wait, so the robber is like adding yeah. me to his team? Yes. Whoa. Yeah, because he's trying to get the cash from behind the register. No, of course. I don't take anything. <laughs> Wait, but, but I thought about this. No, because, but. No, if he says take what you want and get out, I feel like if I don't take anything, what if he shoots me? I no. think you could just get out without taking I anything. I GTHO. Yeah. And then I don't look back. Okay. Well. And then I call the cops immediately. Mm-hmm. Well, this happened. I feel in like o- you spent too much time thinking about this. <laughs> I thought about it, yes, because a, a man in Arkansas, a homeless man, he's the one that happened to walk into the gas station and he was going there for a little Debbie cake. And so when the robber said, take it, he took the little Debbie cake and left. But then the police were called, they came, and the homeless man went back, paid for his little Debbie cake. Right, good for him. Because yeah. he planned on buying it anyways. I would have just done this, taken my hands and put them in there and be like, I'm going to back out of here. You know how the yeah. Homer Simpson meme where he goes into the bushes? <laughs> yeah. That's what I would have done. Oh, didn't mean to come in here. So a kid named Harry Potter, well, he's an adult now, but his dad gave him a gift in 1997 uh, of the Harry Potter book because his name is really Harry Potter. So now that he's 33 years old, he's like, I don't, I, I need some money. I want to take a trip to Kenya to scatter, scatter my father's ashes. He died of cancer, but he needed the money to get there. So he sold a copy of his Harry Potter book, a very rare first edition for $38,000. Wow. I would imagine it was very new because you go, wow, there's a new book about you. Yeah. In your name, you probably grab one of the first yeah. ones. Not because it's an investment, because it's so novel. And you're like, let me grab this in case it's not a hit. Exactly. Yeah, that's pretty neat. And then uh, Zach Brown is challenging Jason Aldean to an MMA-style slap fight. Yes. With proceeds going to charity. Oh, Zach Brown would whoop him so bad. Oh, yeah, easy. It wouldn't even be a contest. Maybe one slap. If uh, There's no way Aldean accepts this. I don't know if he's real, this is real or not. <laughs> Well, apparently it says here Zach Brown loves MMA and they want the proceeds to go to charity, like I said. And yeah, I, I don't all know. My money, all my money on Zach Brown. Aldine's not that tough of a guy, I don't think. I think he looks, you know, and he's fine. But I'm saying, ain't no, Zach Brown will whoop the snot out of him. Can we please make sure this happens? I don't know what I can do. I'm not a promoter. <laughs> but it would be, it would just wouldn't be a contest. If I'm Aldine, I'm avoiding the, it at all. I'm <laughs> acting like it doesn't even exist. I'm not even acknowledging that this is something. Is this real? Well, he said when asked why Jason, Zach said, well, he's just a Southern boy, and I think he might be game to do it. You know, I would love it. I'll yes. host it. And, and while we're challenging people, I would like to challenge Yodel, challenge Yodel Boy to the same oh, thing. Oh, dang. You and Yodel Boy. Yeah, a slap off? Anything. Or- one-on-one. Fight. MMA style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't he like 12 and little? Yes. Yeah, let's go. If you had to MMA fight anyone on the show, who would you choose? Well, I wouldn't choose Ray, although I do think I could whoop him. He's just smaller. He's strong. He's a wrestler in high school, too. Yeah, I'd have, to, I'd have to keep it up on our feet. Um, I, I mean, I'd beat the crap out of Eddie. I'd, I'd dominate <laughs> Lunchbox. Lunchbox wouldn't even. Oh, he's Lunchbox not... would be the Aldine to Zach Brown. Mm. Do Lunchbox, because I'd probably you and I would probably go two rounds. Yeah, but we've wrestled a bit before. Y'all have? You get, have we? You get tired quick. <laughs> Where? Bones, we're not supposed to talk about that. Y'all well, have wrestled? Well, a little bit. When? <laughs> is Listen, this what y'all call game night? There was baby oil. It was a whole thing. It's a dare. Okay. Uh, All right. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. There's a firefighter, Captain Robert Smith. He was pulled over on the side of the highway, and a car pulls up beside him. In that car is a Navy vet, Walter J. Simmons. 
Walter says, hey, can you help me? I'm trying to get somewhere. So he goes, yeah, here's how you get there. The Navy vet gets back in the car and drives off. But all these other cars are having to avoid him. And so the firefighter guy, Captain Smith, is like, wait, this is not good. So he jumps back in his car, drives up beside him, says, hey, pull over, pull over, pull over. Luckily, the veteran was like, okay, and he pulled over. But he was experiencing some medical problems, which was interfering with his ability to drive. And so he said, hey, scoot over. He gets in his car. He drives him all the way to the Montgomery VA hospital. It turns out that he did have something happening, like Mm. a seizure. But got him to the hospital in time, and now he's fine. And now he's actually going to live. But they said because of his age and because of it was happening to him on the road, he could have killed other people too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this Captain Robert Smith, shout out to you, man. You saved not only this veteran's life, but possibly other people on the road as well. Their lives. So pretty cool. Good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Imagine, if you will, I'm handing you a menu, Amy. And on this menu, there are the next things. We have an ER doctor who wants to talk to us. Oh. They have a lot of questions about what's happening in the ER. We're going to play Who Wants to Be a 100 Air, try to get a, a caller 100 bucks in cash. And we also have a celebrity that rejected Raymundo for a selfie. That's on the menu. And you know what? You're going to get them all. Oh, those are the courses this hour, okay? So we'll do all of that. But first, let me play a voicemail from Steve in Boston. Hey, guys. I've got two little morning cornies that go along with Halloween. Uh, what do you call witches who live together? Broom mates. <laughs> and here's the other one. What's the one room a ghost house doesn't have? A living room. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Love you. Listen to you every day. My favorite part is he's his own laugh track there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next one up. Okay, over to Amy now with The Morning Corny. The Morning Corny. Why are ghosts so bad at lying? We have 90 seconds. You guys ready to figure this out? Why are it's ghosts? The investigative corny. Go. Why are ghosts so bad at lying? Okay. Boo. Why? Boo-hoo. See-through. Invisible. Floating. They go. They scare. Invisible ink. Uh, What's another word for a lie? Tail. A, a tail. Tall tail. They fib. They're full of sheet. <laughs> that is hilarious, Ray. That's good. Like Ray, that's so that, funny. That's good. If that's not the joke, I want. I want it to be the joke. Because they're so full of sheets. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything else. What's this? <laughs> What's the question, Amy? <laughs> Why are ghosts so bad at lying? <laughs> Hilarious. But I don't know that real ghosts are sheets. No, no, those are fake, fake ghosts. Yeah. Fake ghosts. Yeah. Haunted oh. house. Why are ghosts so good at lying? Um, they're Scary. imaginary. Attic. Scary. Casper. Graveyard. We have uh, thirty seconds. Scary. Why are ghosts so bad at lying? Because you can tell that they're lying. You can. Look through them. You, you can see right through them. You can see right through. Uh, that's probably it. That's got to be it. It's corny. I mean, I think Ray's is way better, but that's got to be it. What What are we going with? I mean, I like full of sheep. We <laughs> 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 can't go with that, though, huh? I mean, you can go with whatever you want. But... I honestly think it's you can see right through them. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> the morning corny. Why are ghosts so bad at lying? Why are ghosts so bad at lying? Oh yeah, because you can <laughs> see right through them. Okay, there you go. Well, what were you waiting on for me? I don't know. I just. He spaced. Yeah, he spaced out. Uh, okay. 
right. one was so good, y'all too. got it. Right, the other one was good, too. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, that one so would be... Good. Is that one after dark, though? No, I think sheet's fine. It's a sheet, like a yeah. bed sheet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do the thing, Eddie. Are you ready? Yeah, All right, okay, thing, okay. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose! Lady y'all like it. that one? Yeah. I okay. like Gray's better. I know. It's like, it it's was all good, ha- but then... It's all Halloween. Yeah, you know, yeah, even yeah. He gave us Halloween jokes. So they yeah. call her. Okay. In Illinois, Dr. Thomas is on the phone right now. Dr. Thomas. Hey, good morning, studio. Morning. morning. What's going on? How y'all doing? Hey, I love your Tell Me Stuff Good series. And I just wanted to see if I could uh, tell y'all something good that happened to me a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we'd love to hear it. What's going on? Yeah, so there's an event out in Quincy, Illinois. It's called the One Mile Per Hour Marathon. It's a 24-hour service race for the community and so you run one mile and then to a location within the community and then you spend the entire rest of the hour doing community service projects and then at the top of the hour you run another mile and then to a different location do a different community service project and you do that for 24 straight hours so the end you end up doing 26 miles you do a full marathon do 26 community service projects it was unbelievable unreal Project. It's really so cool. cool. Shout out to that organizer too. Who thought yeah. of that. I've never heard of that before. What kind of doctor are you? I'm an emergency room doctor. Oof. Do you have to be desensitized to do your job at a high level? Because I would feel like if you were sad for everybody coming in, you emotionally wouldn't be able to, you know, be balanced enough to do your job. Yeah, there's always. I mean, you go all the way back to med school, you start getting exposed to things like in little pieces, right? And then you kind of. You get a little desensitized, but you don't want to be completely desensitized because you still want to feel those raw emotions because it's amazing to be in those moments, even though they're intense or they're painful or they're sad or they're angry, whatever they are. I mean, what a privilege it is to be in those moments and to be trusted and to be part of those, uh, you know, with those families. How accurate are TV shows whenever they show people flying into the emergency room on like a gurney? You know, I've, I've only watched Scrubs. That's all I've ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> you ever have gunshot wounds come in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of the time. And so what do you do? You just start. You go through your protocol. You make sure that everything's stabilized. And you, you focus on the things that you're, you're trained. And you take it a very stepwise approach. Have you ever seen, like, a bone broken so bad you wanted to vomit? No, not necessarily. But, yeah, ER people are kind of weird. You see bones and you're like, man, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, we're kind of weird like that. I would need you to be a bit desensitized. Not yeah. fully, but I would hope that you've done it so many times. It would be like a baseball player. Like, you want them to have played as many postseason games as possible, so when it's time to play in the World Series, they're kind of desensitized to how big the moment is because they've been there a bunch of times, and they're going to make decisions based yeah. on just knowing what's happening right now more than how big the moment is. And so... Yeah, and that happens, that happens a lot. Wow. I mean, shout out to you. What's the weirdest thing you've had to pull out of the human body? I can't talk about it on air. Okay, clear. Fair enough. Really? What if someone swallows a toothbrush? Like, and you do you ever see that and have to go in? Because we had a story about a woman swallowing a cell phone. Someone swallowed a cell phone? Like a small cell phone? Yeah, and they had to go in and get it. Oh yeah, you'd be surprised what people can fit in space. So yeah. You make sure that the airway is open, and you, and, uh, you go from there. Usually, well, if it's a cell phone, yeah. I'm They're getting some of a surgeon and our uh, uh, GI dog going in there pretty quick. Can they come in with like a nickel in their stomach? Oh, yeah. Nickels, quarters, marbles. I'm mean, surprised. Keys. Um, razor blades. I've had razor blades Whoa. being swallowed. Oof. Oh, why? Uh, what uh, about has anyone come in with something stuck in their butt? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> That's usually the go to spot. What? 
For so what? For what? <laughs> what do you mean for what? We don't need to hey. answer that. We know for what. What do you mean for what? Yeah, trafficking, drugs. See? That's okay, that's for what? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Trafficking. Oh, that wasn't what I was thinking. <laughs> no, me. See? <laughs> yeah. Don't act like it's <laughs> hey, that obvious. I take back my question. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Well, hey, uh, listen, Dr. Thomas, we appreciate you sharing that. Tell me something good story. You know what? For what you do, again, you got to be slightly off but it's just the right off yeah. and you got to be really yeah. smart and you're we're special we're, yeah you're yeah. a special person so thank you very much i appreciate it well hey official challenge second october next year i'm challenging the studio right now to do it with us next year uh to do surgeries the, the one no oh, oh. <laughs> no no the one mile per hour marathon the event next year quincy Illinois. okay i'll put it in my calendar here okay yeah. beep, boop, boop, boop. okay here i am boop, 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 boop. all right okay <laughs> Let's play Who Wants to Be a Hundredaire. That's right. It was made popular by giving away millions of dollars, but... That was a long time ago. I literally have cash in my wallet. <laughs> See it? Yeah. It's a hundred bucks. What you playing for here? You in the studio. Oh, oh yeah? And the caller also. And on the phone right now is Kristen in Virginia. Kristen, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Now, here's the situation. I will ask you trivia questions. They'll be worth more and more money all the way up to $100, okay? Okay. Now, Amy, Eddie, Morgan number two, or Raymundo will play for you. We're going to spin the dice of death. Oh, nice. Pick a number one through 100, Amy. 42. 21. 37. Uh, 55. The number is? 21. 60. Uh. Who's that, Ray? Yeah! I bet she has to be like, what? I know. Ray, are you ready to play Who Wants to Be a Hundredaire? Yep. Let's go. Your $1 question. Now remember, you're playing for Kristen. What sort of elephant is Walt Disney's Dumbo? <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's so what hard. What sort of animal? Like, uh, <laughs> elephant? Uh, an Egyptian uh, <laughs> elephant bones. What sort of animal? <laughs> well, you're going to get the free dollar question, right? <laughs> Elephant. Correct. That's correct. <laughs> it's early in the morning. Give me a break. Okay, Kristen, you've made $1. Would you like to go to the $5 question? Of course, yes. Raymundo. Yep. A feisty train is the hero of a classic children's book, The Little Engine That Blank. Believe I know this. Believe I read it nightly when I was a kid, and it is the little engine that could final answer. That is correct. Five dollars. Now, if you're wondering why Kristen isn't answering the questions, it's because she has Google and we can't tell if she's Googling or not. So Raymundo is representing her today. Now, Kristen, you've won five dollars. Would you like to try the ten dollar question? Yeah. Raymundo. Mm-hmm. Who is the richest person in the world with an estimated net worth of over 200 billion? Uh, I can narrow it down. I know that. Bezos comes to mind with Amazon, Gates, Dell, Vanderbilts, Clintons. Really the one that's top of mind as... Is it, was it the, the question, was it America? Was it, uh, I, 
I really do think I want to go with Bezos. Am I able to talk to her a little bit if she thinks I should do another lifeline or? or yeah, you can. What are we thinking here, Kristen? Um, how confident are you? I mean, that we talk we talk about him all the time. I feel like he invented Amazon. Every person's on Amazon right now. That's got to be the richest person. It has to be. You can go. He just I, went to the moon or wherever he went. Space. You do have lifelines, <laughs> right? You can ask a friend in the studio. You yeah. can do a coin uh. flip. Kristen, I think we need to ask a friend in the uh, studio. Yeah. I agree. Let's do Okay. I want to go with uh, Eddie tends to be the smartest. Amy's very, very smart as well. Um, <laughs> Eddie tends to be the smartest. He, he wins easy trivia. I don't even know how that happens. I'm going to go with Amy as my lifeline. Okay, I think Amy heard Mike D and I talking about it. You didn't, no, I didn't. You didn't hear us? But okay. I know the answer because I've talked about it in the pile. Go ahead. It's Jeff Bezos. So your answer is Jeff. What's, say the question again. Sorry, it's been Who a Who is the richest person in the world with an estimated net worth of over $200 million? $200 billion. Can I say something, Bones? Yeah. I knew the answer. You did? Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Okay. Amy, what your answer is? Well, I heard what y'all said here in the studio now, I think. Did you say something about... I heard you say something about Elon, but I didn't know that that like y'all were fact checking. Just fact checking as the game goes. What? Well, I feel like I just had a story about this in the pile, and we talked about how it was Jeff Bezos. Is that your answer? Oh. Well, should have gone with Eddie, I guess. <laughs> Smartest person on the show. No, I tend to be. I tend to be. <laughs> Need an answer, guys. Five okay, seconds. Okay, Jeff. 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 She says Jeff Bezos. Now, you don't have to go with it, but you can. This is for $10, Ray. Jeff Bezos. Final answer? Yes. Kristen, how do you feel about that? I mean, I trust both of them. So yeah. Well, it's Elon Musk. At no, it's not. At $230 billion. I just read an article, I guess, yeah, two days ago. It. He became the richest he, person. <laughs> oh, this changed two days ago? It changes back and forth, but Elon <gasps> Musk is the richest person yeah. in the world. Well, that's Dang. a hard one to navigate. Well, just like that. Just like that. Just like that. You didn't win, Kristen. I'm very sorry about that. Uh, it's okay. Thanks so much. We do like to give our losers <laughs> <laughs> a second chance later on in the week. Would you like to come back on the show and play one more time later in the week? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Well, she does not get any money. Ray, you really let her down. Yeah, that's why sorry, I also Ray. put it on Amy as well. Yeah, yeah I, I let her down too. Um, I'm sorry. Well, that's how we play Who Wants to Be a Hundred oh, There she is. Yeah, yeah. But we will have Kristen back on the show another day. Raymundo said he was rejected for a selfie by a major celebrity. Where were you? I was at a club. Why are you at a club? Part of the bachelor weekend. Oh, bachelor party. That's yeah. right. How old are you? 36. Did you feel too old to be at the club? Nope. I realize a lot of 40 and 50-year-old dudes still go to clubs. Also creepy? <laughs> Probably. Okay. So you're at the club, mm -hmm. and you see a celebrity doing what? Hanging out by themselves. Was it a country music star? No. Oh. Movie star. A movie star? Wow. So he told us it was a woman before a break. So it was, it's a female movie star. Does she live here? No. Visiting. And she's mm -hmm. by herself? 
Not one person around her. And now she's standing at a bar or in the middle of the dance floor or what? Dance floor is going off. She's by, uh, if you want, a pole in the towards the end of the at the very end of the bar. Like no, nowhere even near drinks, anything. Just by herself. Any security with her? Not one person. So you see her. Are you sure it's who you think it is? Yes. Imme- want- immediately. I, 30 feet away in a poorly lit club, knew it was her. So, before we find out who it is... You're not going to know the name. You're going to know the face. Oh, what? Oh, okay. Now I'm getting my Google ready. Oh, great. Okay. Well, just tell us who it is now then. So, it was Leslie Mann, and she was on... Yeah, I know who that is. is. Okay, so she was on Big Daddy, George of the Jungle. This is when I was a kid. And then now this is 40 and some others. But, I mean, it was awesome. Because as a kid, Big Daddy was one of the biggest movies there was. But went right up to her and started talking to her. So, you walk up and say... Pardon me, Miss Leslie Mann. Or do you say, hey, random person who I'm just making conversation with at the bar? I said, big fan of you and Big Daddy. What is going on? What are you doing <laughs> in Nashville? How are you doing? Why are you all by yourself? You said all that. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it was a good conversation. We were talking for a good couple minutes. And then I asked her, let's do a selfie. Are you sure she was in Big Daddy? Because I don't think. Yeah, she was. Yes, in- she, she was. was? Knocked okay. up Big Daddy. Funny people. This is 40. Okay, I know her from that stuff, but she was in Big Daddy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, you say, let's get a selfie after the conversation? Yeah. Was she nice to you talking? So pleasant to talk with. I, I mean, uh, now you realize why these people are in movies. I mean, they're photogenic. Uh, they're, they, she didn't make a bad smile. As she's talking, she's smiling. And you're like, uh, now I know why Hollywood loves y'all. She's married to Jed Apatow. Yes, the yeah. director. I like her. I, yeah, I'm a big fan of like her as an actor. She's great. Okay, go ahead. So then you say... Well, I go, uh, let's do the selfie. So I hold up the phone. Let's and, do the selfie? Yeah. Yeah. And so as I do that, a manager five feet away from me starts screaming, no, no selfies, no pictures. Grabs my hand, pulls my hand down. And, whoa, whoa, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So we chill for a second. And I go, come on, please. Can I please do a selfie? And they go, she goes, no, we can't do pictures. Why did you ask again once there was... I'm, pers- <laughs> I'm persistent. I never asked once. But it was dr- a dramatic no. And obviously for a reason. Yeah, it seemed important that they not take a picture. Be- because I told her, I said, I photograph everything. I'm part of a morning show. Oh, so mm. I said it's very... Oh, well, co- of course. When I go, it, it's, it's going to be talked about. I said, I might as well take a picture. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I don't care you talk about it. Just don't take a picture of us. Okay. But apparently they can't discuss... Secrets about whatever, whatever, and people locate her or something. I just, they didn't want anybody knowing she was in Nashville, but there was pictures all over the internet, so other people got selfies. I would understand her security feeling like we don't want you to post this right now. If you take it and you post it, people are gonna know where I'm at right now, and they may try to come to where, like, I understand that. It could have been that. And I also think that if they say no the first time, you don't ask again. And how, how do you know there was pictures of her all over the internet in Nashville? Uh, I saw her at other bars. There was my buddies. I mean, they're all pretty. They frequent a lot of the bars, and she was doing selfies with all kinds of people. <laughs> what? So they just didn't Not- want her to be bothered that night at that club, and I was screamed at, and my hand was pulled down because of it. Did you feel like you were in the wrong, or they were treating you wrong? I felt like I've never been screamed at before over a picture. And I even told her, I said, we're gonna, I'm going to talk about it on the radio, so I don't understand why I can't just take a picture. Why would you even say that? Like, listen, lady. It's like threatening her. <laughs> this will be talked about. You have two options. Uh, whose side are you on here? The re- managers? I'm on Leslie Mann's side. Yeah, yeah. Leslie Mann, 100%. Like... If someone doesn't want you to take a picture of them, period, I don't think you take a, you, you take a picture of them. Regardless. Well, you, yeah, you guys sided with the right one because they <laughs> left the club right after that. Because of you? Because of me, she never got to experience that nightclub. So, And now you feel bad. 
they went out a back door and we followed them and then wait why would you follow them them? why would you follow them oh no because it was another side club so we're like hey let's go just let's go talk to them again and we were all fans me and my buddies we all said dude she's in massive movies Ooh, I want to meet her. I want to do pictures. Let's go. But Ray, yeah. Did you mention the Bobby Bone Show? Yeah. Oh, boy. Great. Now Leslie Mann I hates th- the Bobby uh, Bone Show. He, d- he went from I'm on a morning show to Dang. that he really said I'm on the Bobby Had Bone Show. Have you been show. drinking a lot? Yeah, but I still just wanted that picture. Those are the type of things you show kids, you show families. Cause I mean, I wanted to brag to people that I met Leslie Mann. No pictures! Hand gets pulled down. And you don't think you're being a bit dramatic about that? She was screaming. I've never been like yelled at like that you before in my she, life. You said she. First she said the manager. Whatever. I think I'm throwing the, the manager. Ca- See, I'm she? throwing it at a court. Oh, I assumed the manager was a she. No, it was a woman. Well, she, I thought you said Leslie Mann was the one screaming. No, Leslie Mann never yelled. Yeah, oh. that's why I'm on the oh, manager she's side. Great, huh? Okay. <laughs> I knew I loved her for a reason. All right, thank you for your story. Yep. We do not side on your side. Okay. I would just leave people alone. Or say, hey, can I get a picture real quick? And if they say no, be like, cool, I completely understand. You can have your privacy. Anything for Ray, guys? No. Nah. No, just stop doing that. Just stop yeah. doing that. Don't say the Bobby Bone <laughs> show. Please don't mention our show yeah. whenever you do that. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Adam Baltz is a sixth grader from Jonesboro, Arkansas. He just got first place in the kids' division of the USA Mullet Championship. That means he grew a great mullet. And the prize for first place was $2,500. Now, he didn't go buy video games or anything like that. He donated it to help support foster care services because he was adopted at age three, so he knows how hard it was being a foster kid at age three. Wow, I saw a picture of him. He had a really good mullet, like a blonde kid, but he wore the... 1980s Oakley sunglasses as well. Like the Boz? Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, and he was in like a sports coat, but then he had the mullet slicked back, and then he had the 80s, you know, like pit viper glasses. So so this is a competition in Arkansas? No, it's a national competition. Oh, he's just from Arkansas. No, in Arkansas, we just all have mullets. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I had a mullet as a kid. <laughs> That's what I was getting at. Yeah. So it's not really a combat. It's, it's, it's a way of life in Arkansas. Right. <laughs> but then you take that way of life out into the real world and you win, you know, the national yeah. contest. But that's pretty cool. He donated that money. That's awesome. Yeah, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. On the phone right now is Tracy in Tampa, Florida. Tracy, what's going on? Hello. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. So funny story. Kind of funny. Kind of like my son was on an airplane and he was flying first class somewhere, and he looked at this guy and said, dude, I think you're in my seat, because he got confused. And the guy stood up and said, no, I don't think so. And he turned around, and it was Luke Skywalker from Star Wars. I don't know the guy's name. The original old school one or the the new no, version? No, not, <laughs> not like the Mark Hamill or whatever. Okay. The new guy. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen him. There's a new Skywalker, Luke Skywalker. What's his name? Yeah. There's always been, only been one Luke. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I'll tell you. <laughs> continue your story, Tracy. <laughs> I don't know. Super popular. So my son like totally geek freaked on the guy, and he was like, "Oh, sorry," and he was like, "Can I get a picture?" And the guy said, "No." Nice. And I was like, "What a jerk!" What a jerk! Because, you know, <laughs> are the kids that are paying $16 a ticket, whatever, yeah. you know, going to these midnight screenings of this stuff. So he was in first class till my son was. It wasn't like he was, you know, back in the back trying to sneak up there. So I just asked him, I'm like, did you try to get a picture through like the crack in the seat? Like, <laughs> get a picture anyhow. But 
he was just like that, like made his year. So. Well, it is unfortunate he doesn't have a picture, but he does have a better story than showing that picture. I don't know which person that was. Maybe it wasn't even anyone because. Oh, he wasn't even an actor. He's like, it's just no, some guy. Like, I don't. Why do you want my picture? Yeah. Was there? Did someone play Anakin Skywalker, Mike? Maybe that's who it was. Little boy. Was it, yeah. Well, I, I hate to hear that someone turned him down for a picture. What I often hope is it's for security reasons, where people are like, "Hey, I don't want anyone to know where I am in live time." Right. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to take a picture. But sometimes, was it Hayden Christensen by any chance, Tracy? Who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if she knows his real name. Hey, well, thank you for the story. I hope you have a great day. I'm sorry your son didn't get the picture. Okay, I'll, I'll text him and then I'll like text you guys who it was. Okay, right. yeah, let us know. Here's Eddie's cell. Text him whenever yeah, you go. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't care that much. All right, bye, Tracy. <laughs> uh, you guys can call us. We'd love to talk to you. Eight seven seven seventy seven Bobby. That's the phone number. Eight seven seven seventy seven B O B B Y. Uh, let's go to the news. Bobby's Big Stories. I've been saying for a while that I just think Brian Laundry's dead. That's why we can't find him. To hide this many weeks. And it turns out yesterday they may have found his remains. Remains were found in the search for Brian Laundry. Officials have found, quote, what appears to be human remains in a Florida nature reserve during the search for Brian Laundry. This is from FBI Tampa Division Special Agent... Craig Michael McPherson. The area is now considered a crime scene. Apparently they found some of his stuff. Notebooks. Underwater, too. Mm -hmm. Oh. And then they found remains. I want to play you a clip from the FBI press conference. Brian Laundrie, a person of interest in the murder of Gabby Petito. Earlier today, investigators found what appears to be human remains, along with personal items, such as a backpack and notebook belonging to Brian Laundrie. These items were found in an area that up until recently have been underwater. Our evidence response team is on scene using all available forensic resources to process the area. It's likely the team will be on scene for several days. I know you have a lot of questions, but we don't have all the answers yet. We are working diligently to get those answers for you. I don't think they would say it's a possibility if it wasn't a probability. Yeah, Yeah, I just don't think that they feel like they can say, but I saw that the family lawyer, his parents' lawyer, was saying it's likely him. Mm -hmm. And the parents said that they told authorities to check that area in the beginning, but I don't know. Mike, anything we're missing here in this story? Because I know you've been following it really closely. Well, yesterday is when his parents decided to be like, oh, we're going to go investigate this place. FBI got involved, and then they just happened to find something that exact same day in that exact same spot. So you think the parents finally turned them on to something? Yeah, they, this is the first time they've ever been involved with helping them, and that's the first day they find something. Right, except for now they're saying, too, after leading them there, that this because the, I think people are like, why didn't you say suggest yeah. this place a long time ago? And they're like, we did. We told them in the very beginning to go check there. But You would think they would. Yeah, I don't know. Dog the Bounty Hunter has ended his search. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, well. maybe he knows then. It was all promo. Oh. Right. Don't don't think for a second that Dog the Bounty Hunter doing this, showing up Dang. at that front door when cameras were there, that that wasn't all for publicity. I wanted him to find him. Me too, because I just wanted somebody to find him. Yeah. And I thought because Dog was such a public figure, someone would have, if they had any inside information, they'd rather reach out to Dog than the FBI. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people don't want to turn people in because they have something they've done wrong. And they don't want people to start sniffing around on what they've done. Not uh, with the yeah. same case, mm-hmm. but let's say you've got a warrant out for something, a ticket, drugs. 
but you also know a situation. You're not going to call the cops because they're, they're going to be sniffing on you as well, yeah. not for that, but just in general. But is that when you use that as leverage to get rid of your warrant? <laughs> no, that's when you call dog. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought I just I say, don't think there's hey. immunity for. FYI, I saw something, but listen, here's the deal. I got a warrant. (laughs) Royal Caribbean announced that they are doing the ultimate world cruise. Apparently, it will go to all seven continents, stopping in over 150 destinations in 65 countries. You will travel all around the world on a cruise. Oh, that's cool. For nine months. Nine months. I mean, if you're retired and old and can afford that. (laughs) Yeah, really rich. You can also just book portions of the cruise or you can do it all. I've never been on a cruise. I did get on a fishing boat in Breaking Bobby Bones, and I vomited for two days. Now, that was much smaller, and that was the, the, the rapids were much more dynamic. Yeah. I felt every one of them, and I was just, just blowing chunks for two days. I just was, was nauseous, and you can see that episode on Disney+. Plus. They actually show me vomit on the show. And with that, I now I'm scared to go on a cruise because what if I go, you know what, I'm going to do this cruise for a week. And I get on, and eight hours later, I'm just going, oh. Yeah, and then you're stuck. The whole time. And it, I won't feel the waves as much, obviously, because that boat I was on was small. But people still do get sick on big boats. But oh, I think the men. I if, like big boats, and I cannot <laughs> lie. <laughs> you can wear those bracelets and take Dramamine. And- I did all that on the fishing boat. Oh. I was eating pe- uh, pears. The guy the, the guy on Breaking My Bones, the, he's like, eat pears. We eat pears all the time. I had a couple pears. Guess what? Pears ate me back. Came oh. out of my throat. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> I had to lay on the ground on my back looking at the sky. And they'd be like, all right, we need to shoot this next scene because we're getting close to the fish. And so I'd go, oh, boy. And I'd get up. We'd shoot. And then I'd lay right back down on my back. It, it was really miserable. Speaking of eating things and vomiting, uh, oh, we, if of. you don't know where your onions came from, if you have onions in your home and you have no idea what country they came from, you need to throw them out immediately. Well, I got to tell you, I don't know what uh, country any of my they have onions stickers. have been from my whole life. <laughs> they have stickers. Uh-huh. So, But if your onions are stickerless, then you don't know, so throw it away. If they're from Mexico, apparently there's an outbreak coming from onions from there of salmonella. Mm. So, and like a lot of people have gotten sick in like 37 different states. So throw them out. Just better safe than sorry. I would recommend that we throw out all onions, period, anyway. I, I hate love onions. onions. You don't like no. onions? No, I would, if, whenever I run this place, no onions, no mayonnaise, no construction at night. Oh, my gosh. You mean when you run America? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no onions Well, I don't nobody. know if I can vote for you because I love mayonnaise and onions. <laughs> I said what I said. We're gonna I like it. construction, dude. We're going to leave it there. All right, that's the news. Close her up. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. We're debating which celebrity turned that collar sundown. <laughs> we have our guesses. So who was it? I don't know. All I heard from Eddie was, he goes, it could have been Ewan McGregor. He sounds like a douche. <laughs> like, <laughs> who? I don't know who that is. Ewan McGregor? He's been in other movies. Oh, I, okay. You I'll Google, Google him. You'll know, you'll know him. So. And then who's the Kylo Ren guy? How do you even guy? spell that? Ewan? I, I, Ewan? It's not worth looking up. Oh. Yeah. Well, now I'm curious. As anyone else, this all stemmed from Ray <laughs> saying he was rejected for a selfie. When was this? Over the weekend? Yeah. And uh, Leslie Mann? Correct. And she's still in town. She can make up for it. But she did nothing wrong. No, she didn't. It was her manager that screamed at me, No pictures! In my ear. It's still ringing. Oh, poor. It is not still <laughs> ringing. Okay. But well, I think that's funny. What celebrity rejected you for a picture? Yeah. Oh, and, I have one. And why? Because some of them are justified. Yeah. If someone has food in front of them or their kids with them, 100% of the time, if they don't take a picture, leave them alone. But 
they're also a celebrity. And if they're just chilling, take a picture with them, you know? Yeah. I've had to say that to a listener before that asked my kids to be in the picture. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, don't ask me that because it's no or it's their choice. But my daughter was like, no, at the time. And then it just was awkward. I was like, ugh. So don't ask for kids' pictures. If you've ever been rejected by a celebrity, maybe it was Amy. We just heard here. No, Amy's it wasn't me. people down I, left and no, right. No, I took the You're picture. You're the celeb, Amy. Wow. I took the picture. I just felt bad because then they asked to bring my kids in, and I, I let them decide for themselves, and it just it was I felt awkward. It probably wasn't as bad as I'm making it seem. Saw so a woman is selling Kellogg's because the strawberry Pop-Tarts don't have enough berries in them. Ooh. This is where you just go. Does it taste like strawberries? Accepted. How and then much you eat it. does she sue for? A New York woman is behind a class action lawsuit against Kellogg's, saying the company's strawberry Pop-Tarts don't have enough actual berries in them. Don't you just assume it tastes like berries, not real berries? No, yeah. I didn't think there was one berry in there. Especially no. something that comes from an assembly line that's <laughs> flavored, processed. Yeah, gel. It's a flavored gel. Right. The lawsuit claims the fruit filling is mostly made up of fruits like pears and apples. Heck, I'm surprised okay. there's any fruit in it. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? And that the nutritional information on the label is misleading. It could go over $5 million oh in damages my. of the lawsuit. Damages. It yeah. can't, please I wrote, I wrote a song for her. Get a life, <laughs> get a life, get a life, get a life. And a lawyer that actually takes that on, unless she's representing herself. Won't lawyers just take on anything? I don't know, but if someone comes to you and they <laughs> well, want to think, sue, yeah, right like, ones? no. Some, some will. I would, okay. I, well, if I was a lawyer, I'd look at her and be like, okay, you got to go. But some people, some people just need to get paid. Yeah, true. Right? Yeah, maybe they maybe they feel the same way about the Pop-Tart. Like her. She needs to get paid, right? It's a class action lawsuit. I think everybody's going to get a nickel. Oh. Maybe she has a beef with someone that works at Kellogg's. So this is everyone that's ever yeah, had Pop-Tarts? So we, we can all, get in on this? We can join in, yeah. Guys, if it's a processed food, scientifically they're making it taste of flavor more than the actual food yes. in there. That's why I didn't have a big problem with Subway and the tuna sub. Mm. I just expected it to be tuna flavored. Mm. That one I struggle with. Yeah, me too, man. I, <laughs> I want don't. a tuna. I, but how much tuna do you really think you're getting? They need 100%. to do. Yeah. They need to do like some companies do where they alter the name a little bit. It could be like tuna. Tuna. <laughs> <laughs> like chicken. Yeah. They do chick with yeah. the apostrophe in. Exactly. Yep. That's they fair do that? too. Who does that? Yeah. People Vegetarian that don't. Places. Yes, vegan places. Really? Or um, there's yeah, a company uh, that that puts out like pizzas and stuff, and it's with real chicken, but it's like chicken. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, <laughs> I didn't know that. C-H-I-K apostrophe in. Mm-hmm. Chicken. But lady, I, I don't know what her beef is or what her berry is, mm-hmm. but it's <laughs> like nobody cares enough. No one's thinking that they're not getting their nutritional fruit because of their Pop-Tarts. Right. What were we going to say? No, I mean, that's, that's exactly right. I don't get it at all. Uh, let's go over and talk to Josh in Oklahoma. And also, let me say this. If you go into a, a place that's extremely landlocked and into a chain, is that going to be fresh tuna? Yeah. It's probably not going to be tuna. Like if, you're, if you're going into Oklahoma or Arkansas, you don't expect the best sushi. But but That's it's true. still going to be tuna. If I go to a restaurant... Why, do you, why are you saying it funny? <laughs> because it's real tuna you're talking tuna. about. Because, <laughs> now I'm confused. <laughs> because even if I'm in Oklahoma and I'm landlocked yeah. and I'm at a restaurant and I order tuna, it's going to be tuna. It may not be the best, <laughs> but, but it's, it's going to be fine. tuna. I can understand that, but it's not going to be fake tuna. Yeah, I'm okay with fake tuna. Oh I know God. what I'm getting. If it's a chain and it's landlocked... I just am like, you know, no, I, I know what I'm dealing with. Frozen, and it's maybe not going to be as fresh. Josh, you're on the air in Oklahoma. What's going on? Oh, not a whole lot. What can I do for you? Oh, I was talking about the celebrity deal. Ran into 
um, Alex Rodriguez and J Lo at Pike's Place Market in Seattle. Yeah, and they just brushed us off when we asked for a picture. Do they have security all around them? No, it was just them. Wow! And then you go. Well, are you sure it was them? Oh yeah. Did you? So I've, did been, you... A, I've been a Seattle Mariner fan since I was four. And true. And A Rod did yeah, come up with, it, with the Mariners. Okay. Well, how did he ask for a pick? How did you do that? Uh, me and my brother just walked out and said, "Hey, I don't mean to interrupt you. Um, could we get a we have a picture with you real quick?" And Shayla turned around and just shook her head, "No." Oh. That's a bummer. I'd want that pick. I what? mean, there is that situation, too, where they don't want to attract people, right? Because uh-huh. one picture equals 100 yeah. pictures. Yes. That's true. I'm not turning this into a hater segment. No. I think if it were J-Lo, I would expect her to say no. I'm also surprised that they were out in public with no security. Mm-hmm. Maybe they had security, but just lurking. Yeah. Well, then how these guys get to them? And also, when you approach someone and you go, hey, I don't mean to interrupt, you do mean to interrupt. You just Because you are interrupting. <laughs> right. Like, hey, I don't mean to interrupt. <laughs> yeah, you did. That's what I... Yes, you did. You're currently you doing that. You literally walked up and interrupted. Now, that's okay to interrupt. How about sorry for the interruption? Oh, that's better. Yeah, hey, sorry. Sorry about the interruption. Because, listen, if you're J-Lo and you're Alex Rodriguez and you're out and about, people are going to ask you for pictures. That's part of it. And you have the people have the right to ask you for pictures, but you also have the right to say no if you want. Yeah. If you want to make it quick and effortless and you want the pick, I think that maybe you have your cell phone ready, have it in selfie mode, Get don't get too close to them, but just kind of get in a position and be like, hey... I love what I, I'm. I love. I'm a big fan of your baseball playing or whatever. Yeah. And then yeah, because that'll work. Do it. That, sounds, that sounds completely natural. And then, and then just hold up your phone and be like, "Do you mind if I snap a quick selfie?" And then it's not this long, drawn out process. I was with Gavin DeGraw once. We were getting off an airplane in Nashville, and Gavin DeGraw has. I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. You know that song? Yes. And so someone comes up and goes, "Hey, Gavin, can I get a picture?" And instead of the whole song and dance of Okay, somebody's taking it. Okay, get in together. He goes, yeah, give me your phone. Lifts it, does selfie stuff, boom, gives it back to her. Almost no attention was attracted. That's easy. Yeah. It was just he took the phone, took the picture, said, here you go, and then kind of shoveled them on their way so that everyone didn't see Gavin DeGraw was taking pictures. There you go. But also J-Lo and Alex Rodriguez are such next level. Oh, I oh, know. Gosh. One picture, it had been over. It had been a parade of people yeah. waiting. Oh, I'm sorry uh, that didn't work out for you, Josh. Do you think less of them? No, no. The Yankees have beat the Mariners the first two games of the series, so I get it. Classic. In Seattle. Yeah. All right, buddy. Have a good day. <laughs> you too. See Thanks. you later. Uh, Tracy in New Orleans, you are on the Bobby Bone Show. Tracy, what's going on? Hey. Hey. What's going on? So um, I have a story about Dylan Scott. Okay. I won tickets to go see him at the Nazi Hotel. From this radio station, and um, he was taking pictures and everything. I got a picture, but I tried to kiss him on the cheek, and I got security called on me. Well, well yeah. yeah. Do, <laughs> do you? I mean, Let do me you understand this. that? Right? If it were the other way around, and a guy tried to kiss a girl, uh-huh. a girl, you know, that'd be bad. That'd be really bad. If people have kissed me before, and I don't like that, I don't like people grab me. If I'm also walking somewhere, people grab me. That freaks me out a little bit too. So he took a picture. That's nice. I don't. I I'm not irritated at him at all for being upset about how, the What about her? Does she understand why? It... Was it on the lips or on the? No, no, it was on the cheek. Were you upset that the security came for you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> she was just shooting her shot. <laughs> yeah, I'm like his biggest fan ever. <laughs> so you just went for it. what? What's happening in your mind? Because you're like, all right, this is my shot to go up and kiss him. 
with my body touching his body. Are you thinking about this prior or was it just like a boom, let me go for it? I've thought about it for a while. Oh. I went to his concert like oh my God. four times in one year one time. He, he's probably got a list of your name on it, Tracy. Oh. It was premeditated. I'm going to be honest with you. Wow. <laughs> he knows when he goes to New Orleans, he's got to look out for Tracy. <laughs> There's a the kisser. Yeah. All right, Tracy. Well, uh, Dylan's a good guy, okay? Oh, definitely. Okay. Oh, she knows. You don't got to tell her. She loves him more now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tracy, bye. Oh, yes, definitely. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, Mike in Tennessee, you're on the air. Mike, what's going on? Hi, Bobby. Hey, man. Um, our encounter was with Michael Jordan, and I was at the baseball game where he had two home runs at the old Kaminsky Park, and we had a private booth next to WGN. They interviewed him on WGN. When he walked out, I had my niece and nephew and my two boys. None of them older than Ken. They had the program from the game and a pencil or a pen, and they asked Michael Jordan to autograph their programs. And he told them, I only do autographs on Tuesday, and walked away from them. <laughs> oh, my god! That's funny. What? That's funny. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you're a big, big time when you, wow. have, a, you have a day for autographs. Wow, you wow, made that wow. up. You made know, that dude. up. Whatever day it was. It's possibly the most famous athlete of all time. Of yeah. course. One of the most famous people of all time. And I'm sure he doesn't do autographs just on Tuesday. Yeah, I love that but, answer. Uh, that's kind of. <laughs> Oh, those kids. Just sign the kids' programs. Yeah. Were there other people around, though? Because, again, it goes back to if he signs a couple of those, does everyone else run up to him and go, hey, sign this? This was a private area, Bobby. There were no people around. Yeah. It was up in the private booth. I hate that for you, for you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You go back on Tuesday. I mean, LOL that he did say only sign on Tuesdays. <laughs> but Great. so did your kid, were they disappointed or did they rip up their like pamphlet? Family. Not a no. Oh. Did you no. call it a pamphlet? It was a great game. <laughs> what program. is it? Program. program. <laughs> and he's like, I like how you do baseball. <laughs> you play the baseball. Hey, Alex Rodriguez, you play the baseball. Uh, hey, Whatever. Mike, sorry about that, but at least you have a cool story. You got to see Michael Jordan up person, uh, up close in person. Uh, I've seen many others, but they've all been very nice. Except Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow. Dang. So now you have a personal vendetta against Michael Jordan. <laughs> my kids do yeah I get it alright Mike have a good day thank you for calling thank you right. bye bye see you later I only do autographs on Tuesday love it I'm gonna say that about doing commercials Scuba brings me commercials every morning I only do these on Tuesday well bro. then you're gonna be very busy on Tuesday I'm only doing and then Tuesday comes around and say yeah. I only do it on Monday yeah sorry man Thursday or nothing <laughs> so there was a BBC culture poll and they talked to people in a bunch of different countries so it's not just America so voters came from 43 countries, and they did the top 10 greatest TV shows of all time. And the first two I never watched. The Wire, which I never watched. Anyone who's watched The Wire loves it. Anyone watch The Wire at all of our whole show? <laughs> no. Lunchbox, but he's on paternity. Yeah. I feel like we're kind of lame because yeah. everyone I know. I just don't want to go watch an old show anymore. There's too many shows that are new that I want to catch up on. Because Kayla's like, wait, let's watch The Sopranos. I never watched The Sopranos. Mm. I'm like, ah, it's too much for me. It's Ooh, old. There it's are good. new shows coming out. Yeah, but I'd rather watch new stuff so I can talk about it on this show. Okay. Like, I also feel like I have a bit of an obligation to keep up with stuff, too, to say if it's good or not on this yeah. show. I went back and did all of West Wing, and it was amazing. Number two is Mad Men. Never watched that. Oh, so good. I watched one and a half episodes and never got into it. Quit. Oh, you need to go back. Breaking Bad at three. Oh, yeah. yeah. The we best. Loved it. Which was really good. And I was able to watch it in real time. Back in the day. But now the thing about TV is they're starting, to, even the streaming platforms are starting, starting to go one show a week again, and I hate it. Mm. 
I, I don't mind it. It gives me something to look forward to. I guess I'd rather binge it and move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Breaking Bad was my first binge ever. I got—I remember On Demand was out, and so I could watch it all, and I wouldn't—man, I wouldn't sleep. Yeah, I've, Netflix had it early when Netflix was— Oh, that's true, yeah. But it was an AMC show, or it was one of those network shows. What was it? It was AMC. AMC? Yeah. But Netflix would have the earlier seasons, and so that's where I watched and caught up to, like, season three or four, and then watched it every week when it came out. But— I, we just finished Only Murders in the Building. Oh, Only Murder yeah. in the Building. It's, I'm you can that. you can now watch the whole thing because all the episodes are out. Really good. Yeah, it that get, one's good. It gets really good, and they're only thirty minutes long. Mike, watch Made. Did you finished Made. Yeah, I loved it. it all the way really, through. All the way through. One of the best shows I've seen on oh. Netflix. Yeah. Explain to our listeners what that is. So it's a story about this woman who has a teenage daughter, and she leaves an abusive relationship, and then she's working as a maid to try to make money just to make ends meet. And but, how many episodes? Ten. Ten episodes. What do you give it? I give it 4.5 out of 5. It was really good. They did picked a lot of things that are really hard to talk about, really hard to see, but it's just really good. And it's her true story. It was a book, right? It's based on a memoir, yeah. At number four, Fleabag, which I watched and thought it was funny, but I definitely, this has got to be like the UK influence in this poll coming through, right? My and she God. won tons of awards for this show. Is it British? She is. I think it is, right, Mikey? I think so. I do too. It's on, it was on Amazon. Game of Thrones at 5. Which was really good, but I would not go back and rewatch that. And there, that's done, right? It was exhausting. Yeah, it's done. They're shooting prequels. They're they're, oh. they're doing prequels of Game of Thrones. Um, I may destroy you at six. Don't know what that is. The leftovers at seven. Don't know what that is. The Americans at eight. I thought that was good. With their spies, the Russian spies in America. Yeah, Harry Russell's in it. I've only dabbled. And her husband in real life. They they like got married while they were doing the show together. Oh, really? Matthew Reese. I think that's his name. Really good, really good. Uh, the Office, the UK version at number nine, and Succession at number ten, which we just watched the first week of uh, success, Succession back this season. You like that yeah. episode one? It's really good. Took me a long three. time to get it too. We watched like seven episodes of season one, and I was like, oh, eh. seven. Well, because Amy and because other friends were like, you got, we can't believe that you're so stupid. You don't like the show. <laughs> that yet. is not that's how we I felt. Said it. That's what we felt. That's oh, how we felt. Oh, okay. But, and then we really got into it. Near the end of the first Ooh, season. I don't know if I can go seven episodes without knowing no, I no. really like a show. I, th- that's rare. You'll like it after the first or second. After the seventh? No. <laughs> that took way too long. Do you want to hear from Tracy in Tampa again about the flight and the yes. Star Wars oh, person? Oh, she knows who it is? She's back on the phone. Come yes. on. She said earlier, this is 40 minutes ago she was on the air, that her son was on a flight. Luke Skywalker was on the flight and wouldn't take a selfie with her son. And we were like, well, Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill? She's like, no, it's a different one. Well, there's not a different one that we've learned. I bet it's Kylo Ren. Okay. And anyone else want to make a guess here? Mike? That's what I think okay. <laughs> What's his uh, name? Adam Driver? Tracy, you're back on the air. What's going on? Hello again. Okay. I don't want you to go all day wondering who my son saw. So I was listening <laughs> to you afterward, and I think that Eddie guessed it. Okay. So, what is it? Who is it? Who d- who did you guess? You and McGregor. Oh, you, you, and, you McGregor. and McGregor was yeah. my first guess, yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's who it was. Oh. All right, well, now we can sleep tonight. Yeah, now I, gonna, I know. Yeah, and knowing's half the battle. <laughs> yes. All right, Tracy, thank you for uh, clarifying that. Bye. All right, see you later. Uh, let's go one more. John in Texas, you're on the air. John, hello. How you doing, Bobby? Pretty good, buddy. What's going on with you? Not much, man. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I love that. <laughs> okay, sorry. So um, I have a, a kind of a weird story. So my son thought a he was before he was famous. 
I used to I used to want to run a sonic drive in Pennsylvania. Uh, I live in Texas now. But um, I had a guy and his sister that would come to my patio and they would sing on Fridays or like uh, on the patio for like the customers and the employees. And I moved to Texas and it was honestly on your show that I heard that he was famous. It was uh, when you started playing uh, Summer of 19, Me and You by uh, Dana Shay. Which one was it? Shay. So Shay and his sister in Pennsylvania? In Pennsylvania, in Wexford, yes, sir. Would sing on the patio at Sonic? They would come up to our patio, and they would, we'd have the guitar. He would start singing. She would sing. And people from my the church across the street that worked for me were there singing. Like we had a big going away party for them when they moved to Tennessee or whatever. You know, he moved back to Tennessee or Arkansas or him or Rebecca where he's from. Yeah, he's from Arkansas. But uh, huh, I didn't know yeah, he, that, thought, he lived in Pennsylvania. That's interesting. Well, he did. He did. His, uh, his sister Gabby lived up there, and then he came up there. And, they were there for a while, so you know it was, it was kind of cool because like they were really cool, down to earth people. And when he was playing on the patio, I was like, you know, this kid's gonna be famous one day. And then I found out through your show that he was he made it big. That's pretty true. He did make it yeah. Yeah, big. Yeah, he, I'm big. looking at his Wikipedia. He was raised in Wexford, Pennsylvania. Wow. That's, well, Dan was. Dan was. Are you sure it wasn't Dan? That's the no, it was Shay. I promise you, it was Shay Mooney. Okay, hey, well, and his sister. What do I care? They're both and awesome. His, and Shay's sister yeah. sings. Yeah, maybe he was there visiting Dan. Oh, well, that's, that? maybe that's where he met Dan. It's not. It's <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> All right, hey John, thanks yeah, for the call, man. I met him and yeah. All right, y'all have a great day. It's nice talking. All right, to you. see you later. Hey, you never know. Turns out this guy got them together. Hey, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah. I've been in a lot of Sonics around the country, so it, it definitely could have been. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. Eddie, filling in for Lunchbox. A Waffle House waitress in Atlanta has had enough when a customer comes in and he orders some eggs, but he wants some cheese on it. Well, she gets him the eggs. He looks. He's like, there's no cheese on this. So she goes back to the kitchen, brings him back some eggs with cheese. He goes, and he looks again, and he hears a chick He goes, whoa, whoa, I was just checking on the cheese. The waitress had pulled a gun and said, I got your cheese now. So he freaked out, ran out of the restaurant. That waitress no longer works at Waffle House. (laughs) Let me get this straight. She pulled a gun on him because she didn't give him the right order? That's right, yeah. And I guess he just made a stink about he wanted his cheese on his eggs. She didn't have time for that. Look, I think it was 2 in the morning. She probably had enough of all the drunks. No excuses. Okay. No no excuses about a gun at Waffle House. (laughs) But... He wanted cheese. He didn't get cheese. He has the right to go, excuse me. Oh, sorry, I ordered cheese. She does not have the right to go. You're right. No, but I would think that if you do have the right to carry or maybe she has a permit, that having a gun, if you work the late shift, makes sense. Yes, if you're getting attacked, (laughs) not if you forget to put cheese on someone's order. Right, I know. We have to stop making excuses for people pulling guns on people. No, no, she's definitely No, I know. I definitely don't like the way she handled this. Okay, Eddie, is that it? That's it. That's your bonehead story of the day. It's right about now when I start dreaming of lunch. When I start thinking, what shall I have? And it's only like two or three same places I go all the time. Because Caitlin's usually working out when I get home. And I eat lunch a little earlier than most folks do. But as I start to look through and I'm scrolling through my... Sometimes I order Uber Eats to the house or Postmates. And Quiznos is one of the options. But they, they have this new bison Reuben sandwich. Which, bison or Reuben doesn't sound that good to me. It sounds mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big Reuben guy. I don't think people could tell the difference in bison or beef or... Pork or... Yeah, I mean, I get a bison burger and... I Would feel you like know the difference in bison and beef, though? I don't know. I'd have to taste test it out. 
like put I two, just, not know which one. If they put beef in that burger and told you it was bison, I think yeah. you'd be like, this is a heck of a bison. Well, I probably. Agree. Yeah, you're right. I think it's kind of, yeah. I think it's interesting, but I don't know that I would be like, guys, we got to go check out the new bison Reuben. <laughs> <laughs> it looked good. But, and sometimes we get these jerky things that are bison. Do you ever see those? Yeah. But again, who knows what meat that really is? So are you getting that for it's lunch? It's bison meat. No, if it says bison, not, it's no, bison. No, I'm going to do a place called True Food. I'm going to get turkey burger for today. <laughs> oh. Are you going to tell the difference between turkey yes. and chicken? I can because of how it looks. Okay. Yeah. I, oh, but I can taste the difference in chicken and turkey burger. Maybe. But Ooh. I can't. I can visually see it, so then I taste right. it that way. Uh, we're done here. Tonight, 7 p.m., wherever you are, local time. The Zach Brown album release party. I'll be hosting it. Their new album, The Comeback, is available today. You can watch this at livebylive.com, which is livexlive.com, or listen on the iHeartRadio app or your favorite iHeartCountry station. But it's tonight, Zach Brown and myself doing the thing, playing a lot of new music, playing some hits of theirs as well. That's it. Have a great day. We will see you tomorrow on The Bobby Bone Show. Bye, everybody. This is The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones.